Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and welcome to Life in Purple. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. There has been a lot of buzz going on about how Life in Purple is helping others and making a difference in people's lives. So thank you, Lip Talk Nation, for spreading the word. On our most recent episode, we had Dr. Melinda Moore, who's a psychologist, professor, and the founder of posttraumaticgrowth.com. She shares very important information on how we can help raise awareness for suicide prevention. If you are tuning in for the first time, check out liptalknation.com and there you'll find more resources such as my personal coaching, blog, and much, much more. On our show today, we have entrepreneur, motivational speaker, and the founder of the nonprofit organization, Casey Helps Kids. Her organization is dedicated to helping kids fight cancer and providing for them counseling, funds, and fun things for them to do while staying in the hospital. Casey Lynn has won her own fight with cancer, and she now is on a mission to help as many kids as possible who are facing their own battle with cancer. Casey's belief is cancer does not define you. So she spends her days speaking across the country and raising awareness for kids who are fighting cancer. Welcome to the show, Casey. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing really well. Thank you so much, Casey, for asking. I am so excited to get to know you and, like I said, spread the word uh, for all that you are doing. I know you have an incredible story. So before we get into all of that, Casey, will you share with us where you're from and how you got your start? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm from Houston. Um, I was born in Houston. I lived there until I was about 12. And my mom got a new job, so we packed up and we moved to Pensacola and then That's where a year later I would find out that I had cancer and my life would forever change. Wow. Okay. So right off the bat, you just said that you had cancer at a young age. So will you share your story a little bit of what it was like to find out that you had cancer and what was going through your mind when your mom told you what you actually had? Yeah. So I found out, like I said, when I was about, I was 13 when I was actually diagnosed, but from about 12, I had a few different issues. I was really underweight. I had skin problems and the doctors just couldn't figure out what it was. And then one day I was just hanging out with my, my friends and we were in the backyard, like jumping on the trampoline or something. And I touched my neck and noticed that I had like this orange size goiter on my neck. It was, it was huge. And I'm like, okay, that's not normal. Um, I immediately got my mom and, and she, you know, she's like, maybe you're having an allergic reaction. Let's not, you know, she's one of those people that's always 
so positive. So she's like, it's not that big of a deal. It's okay. <laughs> and so uh, we waited a few days and it did not go away. So we went to the doctor and right away they knew that it was something with my thyroid. And then shortly after I had a biopsy, which would come back suspicious. And this was really my first time like ever getting my blood done or being poked or being put to sleep. So it was hard because, you know, all my friends didn't really understand what was going on. I didn't even really understand what was going on. And um, we found out my biopsy was suspicious. So we pretty much had the choice to either have surgery um, and be safe. And if it's cancer, we'll get it out. Or, you know, also there's a negative side to that is that they're removing my thyroid and I'm going to have to live with those um, side effects forever. So I waited a little while. And then a few months later, we decided to have the surgery and, I just had a feeling. I, I mean, everyone says, you know, your body better than anyone. And, and I feel like I knew that something was not right. And um, I went into surgery that morning and I remember pretty vividly, like who all was there. I remember the person, you know, the anesthesiologist that put me to sleep, um, what he said to me right before. I just remember, you know, those really vivid things. And now it was 10 years, over 10 years ago. And uh, I was put to sleep for about eight and a half hours. And that's where they found out I did have cancer at that point. You know, it had spread into some of my lymph nodes and my nodules. And waking up, I was a little groggy, but I remember my mom meeting me in, in the hallway right outside of my room where I would be um, in the children's hospital in Pensacola. And she asked me, did the nurse tell you that, you know, did they tell you the news that you have cancer? And I didn't want to like act so surprised, like, oh, wow, you just know you just told me. But um, I just kind of said, yeah, yeah, she did okay and I tried not to you know get upset because I feel like if anything you know it was more difficult for my mom to be there going through it and so um, it was hard I mean at that point I don't think I realized how serious it was until a few years later but going through it then you know I look back and I'm like oh my gosh what did I do sitting in the hospital for so long and and it was difficult Casey, I cannot relate to your story, but I'm so intrigued and so inspired by you because you were so brave and you felt like you needed to be brave more for your mom than yourself because you didn't realize how serious the cancer was and how much it spread to your lymph nodes. And so that meant that you had to go through some pretty intense treatments. So I know you spent many days in isolation during those treatments. Will you tell us what it was like to be by yourself for long periods of time and what it was that your dad gave you to help you get through it? Yeah, so about a week later, I went into treatments, and my treatments were, um, I had to be in a complete isolation. So I was not allowed to go outside of my room and I was not allowed to have visitors because it could potentially harm, you know, other people from the radiation coming out of my body. So um, it was so boring. I mean, (laughs) I had nobody there and, you know, social media wasn't like it is today and I was a little too young for it. So I didn't have a computer or, or games to play. I just sat there and watched the TV and just tried to sleep to make the time go faster. I did have like a glass wall. Uh, where visitors could come and like, you know, come say hey to me through the glass wall, basically. And my parents really just kind of stayed. My grandparents came down and and tried to make me not feel alone. But then my dad, so my dad and I, you know, we're not super close. And I think all of what I was going through, it brought us a lot closer. And I remember one day he brought me this like oversized big teddy bear just to lay with, just something that I could be, you know, be with and to comfort me. And I remember how much comfort it did give me, especially, you know, at night or when people couldn't be there with me. So 
so that is something that that feeling always stuck with me. And it's a huge part of what we do today with Casey Helps Kids. Yes. I, when I was reading your story, Casey, I was uh, mesmerized by this teddy bear that you offer to the children when you go visit them in the hospital and you're trying to make their surroundings as normal as possible. But I love that personal touch of the teddy bear that you gave them because that's what you were given. And I love that you just treat people the way that you think that they should be treated. So that's very inspirational right there. And I, you know, I, I don't like that you had to go through such a difficult time, but I see what you're doing because of it. And um, I can't wait, you know, for Lip Talk Nation. Are you listening to this? I can't wait for you to start helping Casey out, but we're going to get to that at the end of the episode and how we can help you out. So when did you know that you wanted to help others or how old were you, Casey, when you decided that you wanted to help other kids that were battling cancer? Did it hit you just like a ton of bricks? I think that I always like helping others, whether it be, you know, my family or anything, but, you know, and I think that that's everybody. We all grow up and we, we try to find our passion and sometimes we go through these tragic things and that's what brings it to us. And for me, that's, you know, what it was, was I, it took me kind of being introduced to this cancer world that made me realize this is what I was meant to do. And, um, I was around 15, right. Whenever, um, I went into remission, Um, And at that point, you know, I was really involved with a lot of other organizations that had helped me as well. And then some cancer camps that I I still go to at this point, I'm I'm a counselor at them now, but at these places, my eyes, I think, were just open to how many kids were fighting this. This was not abnormal. This was something that is a problem and like so many kids are losing their lives from it. And so I was just really inspired to give back, and I actually appeared on a nationwide TV show on MTV, and I remember getting some feedback after the show from from watcher of people who were watching it, and one in specific, it was a girl that was fighting cancer, and she told me, like, just by sharing my story, you know, that that was helping her um, and inspired her to just keep going, and I'm like, really? Like, just hearing, you know what I mean? Just me sharing my story, and I think that's when I realized, like, I could do so much more than that, and I came up with a few really huge ideas and um, I, I started writing some teddy bear companies and that's really what changed everything is I got a huge teddy bear uh, donation from um, a company in Michigan and they donated about three or 400 bears to my doorstep and that is how Casey Helps Kids got started. <laughs> I am so proud of you, Casey. At such a young age, you became innovated and you wanted to help as many people as you can. All right, Lip Talk Nation, did you hear what Casey did? She took initiative upon herself. You you know, you got to share your story, Casey, but I want Lip Talk Nation to really understand what you did. You called up these teddy bear companies yourself. That is, that's a huge, and look at the result that happened, that there was a company that happened to send you, you know, hundreds of teddy bears so that you can start delivering them to cancer patients and the kids who are suffering with cancer, and then you already had somebody reach out to you and said your story helped them, and I, I really admire that. See, it is about our stories. Every person has a story and is valuable, and that's what I want Lip Talk Nation to understand, Casey, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show because I know that you are valuable. So like I said, your story is inspiring, Casey, and you have such a gift to help others, and you're pretty contagious too, by the way, Casey. So how did Casey Helps Kids really begin 
after you started, you received those teddy bears. So did you start the foundation right away? Did the name come to you? How long was that process? Yeah, so um, I got the teddy bears, like I said, right around when I was 15. um, And that was around 2007, 2008, when everything really got started. And um, we didn't start the foundation right away. There is so much to starting a nonprofit. (laughs) And at that point, I was very young. I had no idea how to do it, what to do. So my mom helped me a ton. And then, you know, to picking the name and to picking your color and your logo and everything, there's just so much to it. And it was right after I had gotten the teddy bear donation, I actually did a news segment uh, on Channel 3 in, in Pensacola. And they had followed me around to Sacred Heart, where I was giving the bears out and talking to the kids. And I went to Milton High, so an alumni who actually ran her own PR firm, she reached out to me and said, hey, I saw your story. I don't know if you need help, but, you know, this is, I want to offer you my services and and tell you that I can help you do this. And so actually I went to UWF and they were doing it as a project. Um, She was teaching the class. Her name is Sabrina McLaughlin. She she was teaching this class um, at UWF and they put together all my logos and everything and um, just completely, you know, out of the kindness of their hearts and um, they put so much work into it. And so that's how everything really like, as far as, you know, we came up with the name and, and the teddy bear was something that I've always wanted to keep, you know, incorporated because it's, all, it's how we started and it was very near and dear to my heart. And then that's really in 2009, we, we held our first fashion show and um, it was at Sacred Heart as well. It was in the auditorium. All the models were kids fighting cancer, um, about ages three to 17 and um, we had clothes donated. We had people come and, and buy tickets to see the show and music. And it was a lot of fun. And so that was our first fundraiser and really our first event. And that's how everything got started. It all happened pretty fast. And, and throughout the years, you know, it's been, it's been really awesome to watch it grow. Casey, it sounds like I said that you are already contagious. And it uh, sounds like so many people, once they s- heard your story, they wanted to start helping and cause that domino effect and cause momentum to fill the need. Like you said, there is a need. You found out that there really is an untapped market for these kids who are fighting cancer. And I love that you started off with a fashion show. I love fashion. So that's pretty awesome right there. And I know that you had a really good turnout because obviously it's been growing and growing and growing. So I know that you're a shining light to so many in the community. I'm actually in your community as well. And so I've heard a lot of great things about you. But I want to know what were some of the personal obstacles that you had to overcome to get where you are today? I think some of the personal obstacles is, um, I mean, since we started, I was 15. I'm 23 now. A lot of of things have changed. I've graduated Uh, high school, college, and it was, I think, finding the balance, you know, between the two and and realizing there's got to be some sort of balance. It's been very hard to find that. And I think, you know, finally, it's still a learning process. And then also failing. I did take failure pretty hard, but I've learned that you you have to fail in order, you know, to to succeed. And you can't be afraid of failing or else you're not going to try. And so, you know, with this upcoming project that we had this year um, with the tour, um, where we're going nationwide and we're helping kids nationwide and we're holding fashion shows nationwide. It was such a big idea that I had. And when it came into play, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, what if I fail? What if this doesn't work out? And, you know, I had to just, I think, overstep that, uh, the fear of failing, you know, because I would regret 
not doing it if I didn't, if I chose not to do that, you know, um, if I was just afraid of failure and, and whatever other people thought. And, you know, even though things happen and, and throughout the time, we've still been able to help so many kids and um, it's just been awesome. So, Casey, I really appreciate that you pointed out the failing part because that's what I hear from Lip Talk Nation. So I'm going to talk about this just for a little bit. Lip Talk Nation, I know some of you feel like you're going to be a failure if you even take the leap to do something. And that's actually what stops people from succeeding is the fear of failure. And once you realize, just like Casey did, that failing is a good thing, you actually can do even more. We all do need failure to succeed. And so I want to challenge your perspective, Lip Talk Nation. Casey learned it at such a young age. And I am very proud of you, Casey, for, for understanding this because I used to be that way too. I was like failing. I didn't want to fail because we have this high expectation of ourselves. We all expect perfection. And it's not about being perfect. It's about going through the challenges. And I like that you pointed out you had to find your balance as well. But really what's standing out to me is that failing is good, Casey. So thank you for saying this. I hope Lip Talk Nation, you're grabbing hold. If you remember anything besides that you want to help her and start this movement, that you remember that failing is a good thing. So since you have founded Casey Helps Kids, how many kids have you been able to provide help for, or how many has the organization been able to help? Yeah, so um, since we founded, uh, we have, a, you know, like I said, a, a bunch of different services. We hand out teddy bears, and we work with the families as well. So um, to this day, we've helped about um, 8,000 kids and their families. 8,000 kids because you decided to share your story, Casey. That is really huge. And that's what I want, Lip Talk Nation. I want you to grab a hold of this. Your story is important. And once you start sharing your story, you never know how many people you can influence. So Casey, that is an awesome number. And I know it's going to continue growing. Casey, many of us start off by admiring other people's work. So who are some of your heroes or mentors? Um, I think just, you know, my friends and my family that really kept me going and made me believe in myself and definitely a lot of the parents and, and the kids, the other kids that I help and I meet every day, they are the real inspiration. And I always remember, you know, there's times where I get down and I'm like, oh, I just don't know if I can do this anymore. And they, they give me a lot of inspiration to keep going and to remember why I'm doing this. And that's definitely what I always try to keep in mind. It sounds like you have a pretty good support system, Casey. That's really awesome that they will cheer you up because we all do have down days, even when you're out and you're a bubbly person and you're doing so much because we are human. So Lip Talk Nation, it's really good to have those friends and family that lift you up when you have those down days. That's so great, Casey. Okay, Lip Talk Nation knows that I am a huge fan of talking to yourself, especially with positive affirmations. So I want to know, do you say any positive affirmations to yourself or do you have a daily mantra that you live by? Um, I think I always say, and I think you said at the beginning, you know, don't not to let cancer define me, but um, you know, don't ever let your past define you. Um, you can always turn it into something better or turn it into something great. So that's something that I always, you know, when I start to feel down or, or there's times, you know, where I just don't feel well. Um, I always remind myself of that to not let this cancer get a hold of me or um, anything and just to keep going. 
I love that. That, if anything, Lip Talk Nation, you say one thing to yourself, don't let your past define you. And Casey obviously says uh, cancer does not define you. So really hold on to that. Thank you so much for being vulnerable with us, Casey. We're, we're going to move on to a fun part of the show where we get to know you, like I said, on a fun level. And we call this our lightning round. So the questions are simple and easy to answer. Just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready, Casey? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Flying. Flying. That's my favorite, too. Awesome. <laughs> ha. Oh, how do you like your coffee? With cream. With cream. Ooh, me too. We're the same. All right. Most <laughs> embarrassing moment. Um, this is a hard one. Uh... I think it was whenever I used to, my first day I worked at Sonic when I was like 15 or 16 and they would make me go around on the skates and I remember falling while taking an order and I had like a Coke and some food all over me. So that's probably my most embarrassing moment. Oh my goodness. So did they make you pay for it? No, but <laughs> okay, good. I think I probably cried a little. <laughs> oh man, I am so sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> But it sounds like you're doing very well now for yourself. <laughs> yeah, that is fine. Uh, all right, so what is your hobby? What is your favorite hobby? Playing tennis. Tennis. There you go, sunshine. Yes. Stay active. I love it. <laughs> what is your favorite color? Purple. <laughs> Did you say that just because you're on Life in Purple? <laughs> no, really, it's purple. Like, that's how I got my colors for KCL's kids, and purple's my favorite. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I did a study on purple before we came up with the name. So there's so much meaning to it. So thank you so much, Casey, uh, for letting us get to know you on a fun level. Do you have any final words of encouragement for the listeners who have a child or know a child battling cancer? Um, yeah, just to, you know, to be positive around them and to, you know, give them support um, and to, to let them know that you're there fighting with them. And, um, and then for, you know, even people who don't have cancer or going through a hard time, just to never give up and to try to surround yourself with positive people and positive thoughts. And I know it's hard, but always to get up and to, to get ready and to just, you know, go do something with your day to keep your mind off of it. These are excellent words of wisdom, Casey, by the way. This is what we do at Life in Purple. That's why I do positive affirmations, and I'm a big fan of them. It's so we can conquer the negative talk. So Lip Talk Nation, if you know anybody that is, especially a child that is battling cancer, you be positive around them and support them. Let them know, like Casey said, that you're fighting with them and to never give up. Such great words. Thank you, Casey. It has been an honor to have you on the show. You're clearly an inspiration to myself and Lip Talk Nation. So will you share with us how we can find out more about you and how we can get involved with Casey Helps Kids? Absolutely. We have a website. Um, it's khkidz.org. Um, you can go there, find out about you know what we're doing. You can uh, apply to volunteer uh, parents who have a child. They can apply for our services. And then we also, right now, we're kind of branching off to our, our Love Helps Kids tour. Um, and so we have a website for that as well, which you can find on KCS Kids if you just go to our tour. And that's just kind of where we are doing our fashion shows and um, across the nation. So that's more of, you know, our nationwide events that we're having. 
Casey, I have goosebumps uh, just with you sharing your information here. And I I really hope, Lip Talk Nation, you go and visit her website, check it out, and see how much you can get involved and how you can volunteer or at least donate. Uh, because I know we have several listeners nationwide and global. Casey, you are doing great things. So keep up the good work. I'm cheering you on. Thank you for spending time with us at Life in Purple, where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or any of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to lara at laurasprague.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.